Yo, it's Ron Banks, and it's time for another mini-sode. Let's jump into it. Journaling, writing poetry, documenting a quick stream of consciousness in my phone has been one of the best things I've done in my life. If you don't mind, I'd like to ask you to travel back in time with me for a second. When I first started journaling, I was in high school, and the only reason I picked up a pen and a notebook is because my parents handed me one and said, start writing. (laughs) So I did. And as the years passed by, like the second hand on a clock, I found myself writing in some fashion just about every day. And because my parents handed me that notebook, which I believe is still under my mattress in my old bedroom, believe it or not, I've been able to improve my self-awareness, my self-knowledge, my happiness, right? I've been able to decipher my thoughts in a way that makes it easier to comprehend and talk about. Not to mention the goal setting and growth side of writing as well. Now, from my experience, journaling works, which is why I have a ton of value to share with you in this conversation. So much so that here's a quick table of contents breakdown. First, I'm going to share some quick tips for beginners in case you're looking to dive into journaling for the first time. Second, I have some tips for how to approach journaling in a way that encourages healing and growth. Then we'll talk about things like the best time of day to journaling, as well as what method of journaling you should use. I'm packing a lot into this conversation, but I know it's going to help you. Let's jump into it. All right, let's talk about getting started. If you're exploring journaling for the first time, here's a quick tip for you. Keep it simple and keep it honest. Journaling has numerous benefits, such as reducing stress, boosting your overall mood, strengthening your emotional functions, communication, creativity, healing, which is one of the ideas we're discussing in depth today, and the list can go on. Now, these benefits are amazing, and you'll definitely start to experience them the more you journal. However, if you're just starting out, I really want to encourage you to keep it simple and keep it honest. This is not about trying to impress other people with your journal or the benefits you're personally experiencing. So don't hold back or curate the stuff you write down. This is about being true to you and honest with yourself. In addition to this, don't overcomplicate it. How much or how little you write per journal entry doesn't matter. The way you format it doesn't matter. All you have to do is write and keep it simple. Okay, journaling tips to help you heal and grow. First off, what does that mean, right? See, as I mentioned earlier, there are a ton of benefits that come from journaling. Healing and personal growth are two of them. Now, once you develop a habit around journaling, there are little tips and tactics that you can implement that are targeted towards helping you achieve a certain goal or outcome. In this case, it's journaling and growth. So how do we do that? I have five tips to help you get started. Number one is write about where you are in life at this moment. Be descriptive about your living situation. How's work going? Your friendships or relationships? Are you where you want to be? Are those friendships and relationships as good as they could be? Now, as you write about this, treat it like a self-reflection because the goal here is to take what you express and use it as your foundation for setting new goals going forward. As an example, let's say you're unhappy with work. Write about it. Now, take what you wrote and how you feel and start setting goals and highlighting actions that you need to take to change your current situation with work. Number two, when you don't know what to write about, write something anyway. Not every journal entry has to be about a specific topic. Sometimes it's best to write in a stream of consciousness. How do I feel? Why do I feel this way? 
See, when you answer questions like these and others like them, not only is it good practice to help you get in tune with your emotions, but it also encourages you to open up. And when you open up, you start to explore thoughts and emotions you may have bottled up and tried to forget about. See, writing in a stream of consciousness is scary because you don't always know where it'll take you. But in those moments, nonetheless, you'll find healing and growth. Number three is cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Something to keep in mind is that your attitude determines your altitude. And if this space up here in your head is filled with negativity, doubts, degrading conversations, then it will be impossible to generate an attitude of gratitude, an attitude that's opposite these feelings and thoughts. Something I try to do consistently on my own journaling journey is write down inspirational quotes, phrases, words, ideas that rekindle my appreciation for life. Quotes that encourage happiness, you know, that I got this, I'm good type of mood. <laughs> now, the poet in me can't help himself at times because I love writing my own quotes and inspirational sayings, and sometimes it turns itself into a full-blown poem, but I also enjoy writing down inspirational words others have said that really resonate with me. And that's what I want you to focus on. As you start journaling in your life, and if you choose to write down quotes, I want to encourage you not to focus on who said it, but instead on how it makes you feel. When you go back to reread these specific quotes and ideas, do they encourage a positive shift in your attitude? Do they uplift your mood or give you a boost of gratitude? Number four, face your truth, literally and metaphorically. Now, in previous conversations and videos, I've talked about this idea of having honest conversations with yourself, sometimes out loud with the person you see in the mirror. And through those conversations, you'll start to uncover and discover a lot about yourself and what you value. Now, if you've had one of those honest conversations, comment below and let me know how that went. Now, on the other hand, if you haven't, or if you're afraid of what that conversation might sound like, I wanna encourage you to face your truth in writing. Spend a few minutes during your next journal entry sitting in front of the mirror. Allow your reflection to join you as you write. Remember, don't curate anything or hold back. Write what you feel, write what you see, and write what you want. Number five is maintain a log of successes. This particular tip is geared towards the growth side of this healing and growth conversation because sometimes it's easy to get overly caught up in solely expressing how we feel in our journal entries that we forget to also document our successes as well. What small actions did you take today or this week that's moving you towards one of your larger goals? Did you accomplish one of your goals? Are you continuing to challenge yourself past achieving those goals? See, when you journal about your successes, not only are you taking a moment to be proud of yourself, but you're also acting as your own accountability partner. You're motivating yourself to take action, to grow, because you enjoy writing about those experiences. You want to write more about those moments, right? It feels good. It's encouraging. But in order to do that, you have to take action. And action leads to growth. All right, to close out this conversation, let's talk about the best time of day to journal, as well as what method of journaling you should use. Now, when it comes to time of day, this answer is fairly simple. Write whenever you want. See, you don't need to journal every morning and you don't have to journal every night. Now, if it works best for you to integrate your journaling into your morning routine or night routine, then do that. 
if you prefer to journal during lunch or at precisely 3.46 p.m., then do that. <laughs> See, the point I'm making is that there isn't necessarily a best time to journal because the best time is whatever time works best for you. And if that time is different every day, then that's fine too. The goal is to build a consistent habit around journaling. Now, on the other hand, what method should you use? Should you journal in a book or digitally in your phone or laptop? Personally, I do both. Some days I write in my journal and other days I write in my phone. Again, this is all personal preference and you should choose the method that's going to allow you to be the most consistent, the most honest, and quite frankly, the most vulnerable without worry or hesitation. Well, I hope you found value in that quick conversation. And if I shared something that resonated with you and you want more, then I record longer, more in-depth episodes each week over on the Ronald L. Banks private podcast. Learn more and discover what's really good at patreon.com slash Ronald L. Banks. We'll talk again soon. Peace.